the story is does not do it justice without the swears. And also, there's there's a little bit of sexual content in here. So uh, if there's any little ears, <laughs> little ears listening, this would be the time to turn it off. Well, welcome. Welcome to, to the season finale well, of Take It Over. Why not? So- <laughs> you know this is going to be all about me, so I'm just starting off strong. Let's do everything you want to do. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Why don't you introduce us then, Susanna, since it will be okay. some of the only times you're going to be speaking to this episode. <laughs> That's right. So welcome, everyone, to our final episode of this season, our very first season. We are so proud to have done however many episodes this one will be. And (laughs) it's been such a fun summer. We're definitely going to come back next year and do some more. But I don't want to say we necessarily hit a little snag, but we kind of hit a little snag. (laughs) I should say Allie hit a little bit of a snag. Allie did. Um, Allie hit a bit of a snag. And actually, it came at a really good time because we we were planning to take a break anyway for the Christmas season and for the early part of the new year because, you know, there's no weddings. We don't have a lot of events to talk to you about. So we, you know, it was a natural time to break. Right. A natural time. Maybe we'll come back. Maybe yeah. we'll come back and do a New Year's Eve, a special New Year's Eve show, or whatever we talk about our New Year's Eve gigs. But yeah, in general, we have not a lot going on until May or June. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back around around those early spring months um, to figure out or to start up the new season again. So we'll, we'll definitely keep you guys updated when we're going to start back up. But uh, in the meantime, uh, before the end of the season, I got a little news. And I, uh, Allie, <laughs> uh, was diagnosed with stage 1A breast cancer. And it was a giant shock, <laughs> to, to say, say the, the least. least. Oh, did we say it at the same time? Did we? Oh my gosh, we're mm-hmm. twins. Careful, the breast cancer might come and attack you. Well, you don't have alopecia, so <laughs> yeah. So um, this this came very surprisingly, and we wanted just to give you guys a little update. Probably by the time that this episode comes out, uh, I will have gone undergone surgery. So let's just. Talk, take it back from the beginning because I think that's probably the best the best place to take it. And I have the discovery of this disease all to be thankful for and in thanks to my very handsy husband, uh, Jack. <laughs> he can now forever and ever say he saved your life, I guess. He did. He saved my life. Literally. Um, and again, we'll, we're going to be obviously talking about breast cancer. So if that is any kind of trigger for anybody struggling with um, a disease such as cancer, uh, just be warned. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So you can stay tuned until the end of the episode. Uh, we have a great story for you at the end. Otherwise, it's an excellent story. Let me tell you, it, you are going to want to stick around for the end of this story. It is yes. ridiculous. I don't even know if ridiculous really makes them, <laughs> is, is, is sufficient to cover it, the story, but it is. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, a couple months ago, we, my husband and I were just going to bed and, and he, we were spooning, you know, he was just kind of laying down behind me and he, he put his arm over my, over me as, as we normally do. And we were just going to bed and I'm, I'm a petite person and he's a, a bigger person. So he like wrapped his arm around me and his hand kind of landed like in my armpit on my left side. And, and he kind of like, we were just, I don't even know. We wasn't, we weren't doing anything. We were just literally You were so bed. doing it. Don't even no, we, try. No. <laughs> No, we we honestly were not. We honestly were not. We were just going to bed. I know. And so he goes, what's that? Like, he he gave me like a squeeze and he was like, well, what's that? And I was like, what's what? Oh, Jack. Like, he has pretty high anxiety. So I I just kind of, you know, brushed it off and was like, it's your anxiety. I'm sure it's just like, I mean, maybe it's a muscle that you're feeling that's weird. You know, maybe it's an old milk duct that's blocked and I just didn't know about it. And just, just forget about it. Forget about it. Stop worrying me. 
And so we go to bed and we don't think anything of it. And like maybe six weeks, two months goes by and we're going to bed and same position. We like he puts his arm over me. He gives me like a little hug and he's like, oh, hey, I, I feel that that lump again. I feel that bump again. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Jack, please, your anxiety is giving me anxiety. Please stop. Like, and so I put my hand and he, I was like, where, where? And I kind of hesitated. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, right there. Oh, yeah, I guess I kind of I guess I kind of feel that. Yeah. Um. Okay. And he goes, you're worried, aren't you? Like he, he knows the moment my demeanor changes. He's like, OK, so mm-hmm. I'm right. I'm right. So I was like, OK, fine. I'll just I'll call my OB. I'll get a Like I've been meaning to have this appointment set up anyway. I haven't been to my OB since my last baby, since Bernadette. She's two. So, yeah. OK, fine. So I make the appointment. Of course, the moment you say, I got to feel a lump. They're like, OK, we'll get you right in. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I went in. This was like first week of November that this is all happening. So I get in and I, I meet with my OB and she's like, you know, it, it's definitely I definitely feel something. So like, let's let's just go get an ultrasound. So we go and get the ultrasound. You're like, None of day. these answers are things I want to hear right now. You know, I like, actually didn't care. Me, you're 34. You're young. This is no big deal. Whatever. Well, they did <laughs> tell me mm. that. <laughs> they absolutely did. Um, I said that to her. I was like, I'm just here so that I can go back to my husband and I can be like, I checked all the boxes. It's nothing. You can relax. I was like, I just just give me the clean bill of health and I'll be out, out of your hair. So we do the ultrasound and like, and I can see it. It's like a dark mass in on the ultrasound. And so the radiologist comes in and um, he's like, we can leave it or we can biopsy it and you can just know for sure. And, you know, there's probably a one percent chance that it's anything like you're so young. Uh, There's no history. You should be fine. I was like, "Okay." So I was like, you know, what? let's just biopsy it. I'd rather not have to come back and watch it. And like that's going to give my husband anxiety. So let's just Mm -hmm. do let's just do the biopsy. So it's like, okay, okay. So I leave that appointment being like, oh, I'm sure it's nothing. Like he told me it's probably what's called a fibroadenoma and it's benign and lots of women have them and it's no big deal and I'm so young and done. So I go back in for the biopsy the next day and it starts off all flowers. You know, the, the nurses are all joking around and the radiologist, the, the surgeon, surgical radiologist, I'm not really sure what her title is, um, comes in and she does the biopsy and I'm watching it on the ultrasound. She's poking me with this giant needle that's, I'm totally numb, so I don't feel it, but she, she takes out like 15 different samples of this two centimeter mass. And like, as the appointment goes on, the room starts getting quieter and quieter. And like, I just knew it. I knew that something was wrong. Like she, at the end of the appointment, she like gets me, you know, bandaged up and she's like explaining to me what she's seeing on the ultrasound. She's like, you know, a benign tumor is usually kind of grayish in color um, or sorry, a benign tumor is usually black, I think is what she said. You're, and she goes, and yours is kind of grayish in color. And I was like, okay. And she was like, and and usually if it's um, more benign, it's like non-cancerous, it's really smooth. And see, yours is mostly smooth, but it, it's got this kind of irregular shape on this side. So, so that's kind of worrisome. And I was like, great. You know, like all of these <laughs> things are not adding up to a positive result. So I leave that that appointment like bawling like I looked at my husband and I just like ushered him over to the door and as we were leaving and I was like I know something's not right this doesn't sound right they were quiet they were solemn you know so of course that Friday so that was on a Wednesday and that Friday I get the call that um you know that you have breast cancer and it was so it's just so bizarre. Like mm-hmm. you don't, it's my favorite word, bizarre. It's just Your like, favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, it's not natural. Like I didn't know 
of any breast cancer in the family at that time. I didn't know, like Jack had just walked in the door from work and he like, I like ushered him over and he was like, is it? And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, you know, like crying over the phone. And um, hence begins my journey. (laughs) So I'm, when you called me and told me, because I'd known that you were getting everything biopsied and I was like, I mean, it's probably nothing. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, they have to be solemn because they don't want to get sued. So they're going to, of course, they're going to tell you, you know, everything and they're going to give you, make you scared. And, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then it really did take me, I don't know, 10 seconds or so when you were like, yes, it is. And I was like, but say that one more time. <laughs> what? I remember you were in the car and like you didn't really have a reaction. And no, I, was like, I was like, did you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's truly what it was. I, I, I really was like, say that one more time. Did you say it is? Right. You're joking. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, I'm the type of person that, like, I can't do anything about it. Like, what do you, tell me what I need to do and let's do it. Like, I'm not going to wallow. I don't, I, 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 I just want I mean, to follow you're allowed your. allowed to wallow for a second. Well, well right. Yeah. But like, I, I'm not like, it's not a death sentence. Like our, the surgeon was like, we're, we're going for cure. We're not going for. Um, manage we're going for cure so I was like this is gonna be fine it's gonna be fine it's gonna be a really shitty six months but mm-hmm. it's gonna be fine um so the best part about that whole um having her tell me that was that weekend so like two hours later after we get that phone call the whole family was going down a few hours to a bridal shower for my sister-in-law that I was throwing so I was like how the hell am I supposed to keep a straight <laughs> face and not ball every time someone looks at me and like how am I supposed to do this? But it was the perfect distraction because it just completely took that out of my mind. I had other things to focus on. Um, so I, I really, I really encourage people who have like an early diagnosis or the, in the first few days of the diagnosis to just surround themselves with family and friends, like try to take your mind off it. Remember that there's people around you and, um, and go from there and wait for, you know, the professionals to tell you how to proceed. And that's what we did. So we came back and, I was, it was Monday morning after the weekend and we had a 8 a.m. appointment on Wednesday that was to tell us all the details because we didn't know what stage it was at that point. We didn't know um, if it had spread anywhere, you know, all those ins and outs, no idea. We didn't really even know the results of the biopsy other than, yes, it's cancer. We'll tell you everything else you need to know on Wednesday. So it was an 8 a.m. appointment. The girls, two girls had to get to school by 8.30. Then we had Bernadette who was still home and we were like, trying I was on the telephone with Jack and it was he was at work it was like nine o'clock in the morning and I was kind of pacing being like how how are we going to figure this out who's going to take the kids like this person's going to be in school and this one's she said she'd watch her but then I have to bring Bernie early because she's got to pick her own kids up and it was just kind of a headache and I and I told Jack on the over the phone like oh I just like wouldn't it be so wonderful if Susie was here and then she could just do it like I I I don't want to tell her to come but like I just oh it'd be so nice if she was here And I literally hang up the phone and five (laughs) minutes later, I hear ding dong. (laughs) It was the porch. And I was like, did I order anything from Amazon? And then I just hear. My first thought was, did I order pizza? And I'm like, it's nine in the morning. Yeah. And then I just hear ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. (laughs) And before I even answered the door, I just thought to myself, I go, it's Susie. And I'd like lost my mind and opened the door. And sure enough, she was standing outside my door. Like you rang two days after I told her that I <laughs> you rang <laughs> two days after and um yeah just kind of lost it as she walked in the door and just was so thankful I'm like about to cry now oh well people were kept <laughs> I told obviously Charlie my husband I told him well he was the second he found out he goes so when are you going which is <laughs> yeah. just so like him he's so wonderful and um and I told our brother uh 
that I was going to head out or I can't remember who was, I think it was him and I he was like well you've told her what, what you've told her you're coming I was like no I think I'm making a surprise <laughs> and they're like I mean does it need to be a surprise is this like a time where it needs to be and I'm like well if she were me she'd want it to be a surprise I think <laughs> I know my twin. We're all about any like time. Surprise. Even this, even if it might be helpful for her to plan. I think she took a surprise. I don't know. <laughs> Not like she's had enough surprises for one week. Let's just like throw on another surprise. No, I, if there is a choice between a surprise or not a surprise, I will take a surprise. Oh, I every love minute. Surprises. I love surprises. So I don't think, I, I think the them. last like four times you've come out to visit me, they've been surprises. <laughs> I need to return the favor one of these days. No. Um, so yeah, so she shows up and it was just like, a weight had been like a, the, the weight that was on was just 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 doable to carry when when you showed up because I just was <laughs> like I I just don't know what to think you know like you know you'll be okay but there's still so many questions of um of what well, what's I mean, gonna I think be there's knowing you're okay is is certainly you know something obviously you tell yourself like you know there's of all the cancers this one has a ridiculous amount of research and there's so much good intelligence on it that you think okay this is the one that has that I want. If I have to have one, you know, whatever. This is this is going to be the one. That right. Has I the mean, most I heard I heard somebody today say like, you don't die of breast cancer. You die of 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 breast cancer that spreads. You know. So mm-hmm. like, I I was just hoping the entire time I was just like, just please let it be early because I just want it to be at a stage where they can right. get it all. They can zap me if I need chemo and um and be, we'll be done with it. You know. Like I I just. I just didn't want it to spread and that was the major that was the major anxiety and stress leading up to Wednesday before she told me that like the stages of it and we already said so there's already the spoiler alert that it is 1a so it is early but um yeah those that Monday Tuesday was was kind of hell <laughs> waiting well, yeah, I mean because not only that but you hear the word cancer and there's no getting around it it's associated with incredible hardship right and death like, that that is that is what it what it surrounds it so when you say to yourself I have this thing that is associated with incredible hardship and sometimes mm-hmm. death like I mean that's ridiculous thing to deal with and like the it's first thing the, the so things heavy. that I was thinking of like heavy is a good word because like these words that they use have been have correlate with such devastating things cancer uh, chemo, surgery, mastectomy, you know, like tumor. Like these words have always had such a detrimental and scary connotation that it's like this now applies mm-hmm. to me. It's just really difficult to get your mind wrapped around that. And mm-hmm. the first thing I was thinking of was like my kids. Like mm-hmm. it's it's always that. It's like I have three babies, like five, four, and two. Like I have to get through this because like I refuse to leave them without me. Like selfishly, mm-hmm. I want to see them grow up. <laughs> I want me to be their mother. So they will um, hate me in high school. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I will be able to talk to them about the birds and the bees. I will. This is my job. <laughs> you know, I don't want to pass this job off to anybody else. I, you know, I want to see them grow up and, um, so that was like the that was the thing that would make me cry was like just thinking of not being with them and not having them and um you know of course my husband too but yeah those those mm-hmm. kids they they're a piece of you they just like rip your heart out I've, I've said it from the beginning they are little horcruxes <laughs> that are of the worst kind that go out yeah. into the world yeah exactly so um that was a Harry Potter reference for oh, all of you oh sorry I was like people. were you expecting me to answer the obvious question okay <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, it's, I know we talked about a little bit about Thanksgiving last time, but, um, in preparation, so uh, maybe I should actually back up a little. Um, 
I met with the with the surgical oncologist. Um, she told me it was one A. Um, it's estrogen positive, progesterone positive, and HER2 negative. I still don't really know what that all means. If you all who have breast cancer or um, understand the science behind all of this a little bit more. Those are the initial things that they told me. Um, and I've decided to go with a double mastectomy because I just don't want to deal with it coming back. I also heard another stat from another podcast um, that said that 30% of women with breast cancer have the a potential of having a reoccurrence. So I was like, you know what? I just don't want to deal with having to go through scans um, more than I need to and I just want it done and also not only for my sake but for my husband's sake like I don't want him to have to deal with the stress of that he's already a relatively anxious person I was like this is just going to put him over the edge and I need him to be as strong as I feel so I this is like the decision that we made together um, and also with the with the stats of the biopsy and all of the extra information that they gave me, it's a relatively aggressive flavor of cancer. And so um, even though it's super <laughs> early still, I was like, let's just get it out. Just get it out and, mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. Um, I'm not sure if I have to do chemo or radiation yet. The the um, kind of general consensus is I probably will. Um, but I don't know yet. So I'm waiting till after the surgery and then they will biopsy some of my lymph nodes in my armpit and see if any cancer is in them, and then um, do my treatment plan for after surgery based on what they find there. So, um, so yeah. So, because of all of that, we are taking a break from doing our <laughs> from doing the podcast for a little while. Even though we would have taken a break anyway, this mm-hmm. is a good opportunity to do that. So, like Ali said, good clean cut. Yeah. Oh, like Ali said, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Yeah, so so as we approach the date for surgery, which is um, coming up in early December, um, Susie has also so stupidly and amazingly and graciously um, taken my two-year-old Bernadette. So we were all out there for Thanksgiving, and it was perfect timing. Like, I just can't even... I can't even really describe how perfect all this timing was, even though it's a shitty diagnosis. It's like, first of all, it's at the end of the wedding season. Like I have a couple <laughs> gigs where I might need subs for in, in December if I don't like heal pretty quickly. So I have a couple well, of those. Got a pretty good excuse. I know. Right. But I have I have, I only have a couple more gigs. It's not like it's in the middle of June and I have <laughs> to miss a whole ton of stuff and then do chemo. You know, it's the perfect time of year for the band. <laughs> We're on a break. Um <laughs> And it's it's over the holiday season, so I can be with family. It's um, we, Jack has a break from work. Um, like it, it just is, it works out so well. My brother in law's wedding is in April, so I'm hoping to be like on the upside of all this treatment by the time his wedding rolls around. And um, yeah, it, it just it's worked out so well. So a part of that also is we went to North Carolina for the week. We talked about that last weekend uh, for Thanksgiving and on the way home like as we I was you know preparing to leave I was just kind of lamenting the fact that I was going to have a two-year-old running around during all of my recovery <laughs> why and, yeah wonder why like she's such she's really is a good kid but she you know just having a toddler trying to climb she's on two. you and and yeah. She's, yeah it was like it was making me it was making me a little bit nervous just as to how I was going to feel because I'm also the kind of person that I don't want to put anybody out so it's like if someone's going to come help me, like I want to be able to take care of my babies. I, I don't I don't like it's hard for me to ask for help. It really is. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of venting to Susie and she just took it and ran with it and left me in the dust. <laughs> and she um, she goes, you know, well, I'm, uh, let me just let me just keep Bernie then. I'll just keep Bernie here. 
And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, nope, it's happening. Bernie's staying with me. And you walked away. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you walked away. Oh, my God. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I just it. walked into the living room. I was like, Jack, I'm keeping Bernie. Um, Bye. Yeah. He just was letting like, you know. What? Bernie's staying. <laughs> so as we stayed there for the week of Thanksgiving and as we were leaving, we left Bernie with you. And I took the girls, the other two, the five and four-year-olds with me because um, they have school every day. So they'll be occupied. And they're easier. They can entertain themselves. But so, yes, my sweet, insane Bernadette is going to stay with you. <laughs> stay with you for a couple She's weeks. She's been yeah. excellent. No problem. She, all my kids are thrilled. Are you kidding? I know. They but like, I'm leaving my two-year-old kid. with you for like two weeks. And like. And you think it's two weeks. It's going to be more. Uh, no, I refuse. You have to give her back to me by December. You have to give her back I'll to me by Christmas. give her back to you by Christmas. Okay. Um. But I mean, just having a two-year-old, like you're you're past the diapers point and now you're back in it. Like it's just, you know, it's kind of a shock to <laughs> your system. Empty my trash more often. That's I all. I know. Yeah. But I'm, I will be, I'm, I am so, so grateful for that and for you. And that's like a ridiculously generous oh, please. Uh, thing that you did. So thank you. That's what I would do it for anyone. You're not special. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be able to laugh. I don't think very soon. I'd like... <laughs> Fully, oh, that's gonna painful, be painful. So. Oh, I can't wait to do that. <laughs> no, great. Oh man. <laughs> well, like Ali said before, I went out and saw her before she got the di- the stage diagnosis, I should say. So, did we? Was it before we got the actual diagnosis? Or yeah, no? it was Tuesday night. So the the appointment. Oh, it was Tuesday night. Yeah, the appointment to find out the details and what stage I was at was on Wednesday morning. And so, yeah. So Tuesday night, um, our wonderful friend Kelly Muse had <laughs> sent us or sent Ali a little gift card. He knew that I had gone out there, and so he had said, you know, go have go have dinner on me, which was so sweet. Oh, um, it was like yeah. So- yeah. I'm telling you, the, the friends are Yes, that's what I was going to say. I'll situation. save it for after mm-hmm. our story. And Jack was so great and said, you know, Susie's never here. Why don't you guys just go? Because we were going to get a babysitter and all three of us go. But he was like, you know what? You guys you guys have some twin time. So we went out to a beautiful rooftop uh, bar restaurant place. And after we were done, we met one of Allie's friends at a different bar. And we're just talking. And she told him about her diagnosis and whatever. And it was, you know, heavy, but but a really nice evening. And it was getting late. It was like 1130. So we were like, you know, we're, we're going to get going while we were in this bar a group of <laughs> downtown girls downtown milwaukee downtown, downtown milwaukee, milwaukee yeah. while we're in- <laughs> yeah so just just so you know there's gonna be a lot of swears coming up in this part of the we, story yes. so and we would stop we would definitely not but you, the story is does not do it justice without the swears and also there's there's no a little way. bit of sexual content in here so uh if there's any little ears <laughs> little ears listening this would be the time to turn it off no definitely not appropriate for children yes Mm-mm. okay continue yes anyway so there's this group of girls that walk in and they're being you know great whatever having a good time themselves but they were in my way, uh, um, not, in my, not, in, not in my way, but they're in the way to the door. So yeah. I, I had to walk through them. So I get off the stool and I start walking out and I pass by them and I hear nice hair. And I, go, I thought to myself, there's no way she's talking to me. <laughs> no way. No way. No one has said nice hair to me, you know, in two years of having freaking alopecia that's not in my... <laughs> It's not in my, it's not in the comments that I hear anymore for a long time. So I, I thought, no way is she talking to me. I just kept walking. And then I hear a bitch. Okay. And so I turn around and I was like, I'm sorry. Were you talking to me? I, I told, she goes, bitch. Yes, I was talking to you. I said, you had really nice hair and you didn't even say anything. You just walked right by. You totally ignored me. And I was like, I'm so sorry. 
I go, so sorry. I didn't mean to. I just, I didn't think you were talking to me. You're like, I have a bald so spot on the back of my head. <laughs> I really didn't think that you were talking to me. Yeah. I was uh-huh. like, I'm, I'm, that's so nice of you, though. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. And she was like, bitch, fine. Yeah. No, you have nice hair. And I was like, okay, thank you very much. So I just walk out. And Allie, you walked behind me. Yeah, I was following you out. I just thought you were following me. So I get outside and I'm looking in to you. And you're like, you know, flailing around. You're hugging these girls. You're like doing. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, so she told them she has cancer. (laughs) So what happened was after you left and I was following you out, uh, she said nice hair to me, too. She looked at me. and She goes, you have nice hair, too. And it like just triggered something in me because I was like, I might lose my hair. So I like turned around to her and she's this beautiful woman. And I put my hand on her shoulders and I, I just looked at her right in the face and I go, thank you for saying that. I was like, I just got <laughs> diagnosed with breast cancer two days ago and I might have to lose my hair and I might not get that comment for a really long time from now on. So thank you for saying that. And she lost her shit at me. <laughs> she lost it. She like immediately pulled me to her and just goes, bitch, you're going to be fine. You are going to be fine. You are a queen and I love you. I love you. Do you understand that? You're going to beat this. You're going to beat this. And I was like so taken aback that I was like, I am. Yes. Yes. I am going to beat this. Yes. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. And just kind of like backpedaled out of the out of the bar because I was so like I was just kind of shocked. And she was she had such a crazy reaction to it that I was like. Oh, it was so like, I was literally so- shocked into silence. So I gave her this like giant <laughs> hug and just kind of walked yeah. out like I, I'm doing it right now as if you can see my eyebrows are raised and like I, I'm just like I was so shocked by that reaction and, and loved it. I just like walked outside the bar and saw you and was like she just we just had a moment. Oh, well, we I saw it. I moment. just saw it without words. That's all. Right. I just saw all the all the emotion that went into that like right. hug. And I was like, okay, she definitely told them that she has cancer because they're like being amazing and giving right. hugs and like whatever right. and being great. So we ordered the Uber. The Uber was there. We open the door to get in the Uber and it's this like middle-aged woman, whatever, that's driving. And <laughs> this girl from the bar like kicks open the door and she just bursts out the bar. Oh yeah, bursts through the door and just goes, are you guys leaving? And we were like, oh, yeah, we're leaving. We're just, you know, yeah, it's late and we've got kids at home. And she was like, oh, damn, I was going to buy you guys a shot. She's like, you should come in. And then we were like, oh, that's so nice of you, but we just can't. And she was like, bitch, you're going to beat this. You are going to beat this. And she's yelling at us from just like coming across the street to the other side of the street to to be right next to us. Oh, my gosh. She just keeps yelling. You are a queen. You are going to beat this. This is not going to kill you. Look at me. Look at me in my eyes. You will beat this. I love you. I love you. I love you. Don't even. Don't let this get you down. This will not get you down. I promise you, you will beat this, bitch. And guess what? You're just going to get new titties because guess what mine are great does do mine look fake do mine look fake no they don't look fake and they were only four thousand dollars she's pointing to her boobs telling us my gosh being like look at these and she's grabbing her boobs being like these are fake they were only four thousand dollars can you believe that can you believe both of us both of us were i was dying laughing i thought it was the best thing i'd ever seen in my life you were behind her oh my god she was in the middle and then i she was facing me and so i can see you because you're behind her and you are just (laughs) jaw dropped eyes wide laughing and i'm just like looking at her straight in the eyes being like shaking because she's like like shaking me you know like (laughs) you're gonna be fine queen you're gonna be fine She was so great. Oh, so my great. word. So then she goes, I'm going to show you. Do you want to say, I'm going to show you. I am naked as fuck under here, but I'm going to show you. And she proceeds to <laughs> lift her dress to her collarbone straight up. And I was like, oh, 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 my God. Okay. Yep. There she goes. Here she goes. Oh, there they go. There they go. Naked as fuck is right <laughs> underneath. 
She had nothing on. And she and oh my word, I've never seen more beautiful boobs in they, my life. So I'm facing them. You, I got the the wonderful. <laughs> I got the side view. The <laughs> side view was even was was great too. <laughs> she was completely naked from head to toe except for her dress <laughs> scrunched under her neck showing me the results of her absolutely fantastic boob job. I, I'm telling you right now, I know that you you probably just said this. I don't know. I'm just like been thinking about this in, in real time. So I don't even know what you just said, but they were so beautiful. <laughs> they, they were the most beautiful boobs. And then she goes, she looks at me, she goes, feel them. And I go, okay. So I okay. just like, I cupped them and I was like, those are very squishy. <laughs> they are very nice. They were like, I was like, are you sure those are fake? They felt so real. They were like, they were so squishy and like beautiful and perfect. I was, and she, I mean, it, I, I'm stuttering right now. And that is how I felt in the moment. Like, I was just like, I don't know how to react right now. I don't know what the proper oh reaction is to this. You're flashing me because you're trying to make me feel better. And, and it was like, amazing. It was. It was the most outrageous way to make someone feel better that I will never, ever forget. Ever. No. No, like, she that was, was worth a cancer diagnosis. Just this, this <gasps> moment, it? this oh, moment. That's a lot. I mean, this, this, <laughs> this moment made it all better. Like this was the most ridiculous she, reaction. She was excellent. I mean, I at some point I like just stepped on the the Uber driver drive driver. The Uber <laughs> driver was laughing. She was like chuckling and shaking in her seat because she she thought yeah. it was hilarious too. And she like, was she and was I, buck naked. You could have seen oh, her buck naked. She had these like really beautiful braids and mm-hmm. they weren't so long. They went down to almost past her butt. Oh yeah. But you could still see a butt. I was like anybody that's in the bar right now is going to see a Well the full bar was ass. completely glass. <laughs> it was so it was all glass window. So it's not like you couldn't, oh. there wasn't windows that you couldn't see. Like if anyone no. had looked out to their left or their right, oh, they yeah. could have seen Oh no, her she didn't care. She, no, didn't she care. didn't care. She was so, she was so great. Like hugs all around. Like you, you know, you're going to beat this. You're so wonderful. You're going to do the, don't let this get you down. Amazing. Like we got in the car and just, it was the best thing. Yeah. Both of us looked at each other in absolute astonishment. Like, you just felt up a girl in the street. (laughs) She just showed you her whole world. And, like, it was amazing. Oh, my. I mean, it's kind of the stuff that happens in a girl's bathroom all the time. But this was just no walls. That's all. (laughs) No walls in the public. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No walls in public. But, uh, okay, I I want to tell all of you, like, who she is and her Instagram handle and everything. Because she took took my phone. She goes, what's your name? And I was like, (laughs) I wasn't going to be like, it's at Diaries of a Wedding Singer on Instagram. So I just. <laughs> like gave her my my Instagram and I was like just put your just just put your name in it and then I'll follow you and she goes there now you follow me bitch and I was like excellent excellent she was amazing like I texted her later that night and was just like listen that was the best thing ever like mm-hmm. you were so great and so hilarious and made both of us feel so great and yeah. <laughs> just made us forget the mm-hmm. ridiculousness that's going to be and the, the major news that you we were getting the next morning yeah um, whether it was stage four or you know stage zero anything in there um this was the absolute perfect thing that could have happened to us tonight it, w- it was perfect so thank you i, I don't think i could have recreated <laughs> that imagery like I'm oh so glad that God. you were there to to show it you know it's like when something happens and you're like look around being like who can I who can I commiserate with right now and like see that I just I'm so <laughs> thankful that you were there to see that and witness that because like it's something that is really hard even now trying to retell oh in its gosh. full we, ridiculousness I mean we called both of our husbands like Jack was passed out on the couch when we got home we woke him up from REM sleep <laughs> and and called Charlie and FaceTiming Charlie and Kelly and just like listen to what just happened right now jack was like i literally thought someone was breaking into the house when you two came home like you were so loud and just busted (laughs) down the door 
Uh, but he said it was, oh, she made it was her night. yeah, he's, he was like, that story is worth being woken up for. So, I mean, again, just like as a, as a, as an ending to this show and this story and this diagnosis, like when you get news like this, it is like, you think it's the world is collapsing in and really you just are able to take a look at all of the friends and family in your life who become like the pillars in your life after you think everything is crashing down. Like people are so willing and ready to just go into battle for you and to help you however you need. I can't, I don't even, I can't even count the amount of messages that I've gotten from people just like, we're here for you, we're praying for you. Please let us know if there's anything that you can, that we can do. Um, my band telling them, I, I, that was so difficult. And they're like my brothers and, and I just like telling them, each one of them, um, like I just wanted to just not stop hugging them. Like I just, they were so wonderful and, um, that was also another part was because like I, I knew that I wasn't going to be with the band for the rest of the season because of I was going to have to go through surgery pretty quickly. And that was this. These are the last few gigs that I have with our band leader, Bob. And like it was really sad to be able to have to cut that short because of this stupid diagnosis. And I was like, now I'm, I'm not going to be able to take advantage of the days that I have with you because because I have to, you know, do this, the surgery. So that was yes. like another another level of like of sadness. Like you just kind of lose these things. But man, do people come out of the woodwork to help you. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is and just the- my time to pick up this cross and and I will do so. And um, yep, yeah. and and also letting people help you is going to be a big thing because it's not just going to be surgery and oh I'm over surgery like this is going to be like you said you know this is a six month ordeal at least so let people help you and don't worry about inconvenience. Let's hope it's a six month think. ordeal. I hope it's yeah. that, that quickly. I know I'll, yeah. I'm I'm hoping for what a lot of people don't get, which is like a quick recovery and stuff. So. Please, um, please pray for me. I'll take your prayers. I'll take your positive vibes. Mostly I'll take your prayers, though. And um, <laughs> uh, and and yeah, just um, be on the lookout. Well, we might I might not be able to help myself. I might be um, giving you some updates through the podcast about how surgery goes and what the next steps are. But otherwise, keep us keep us in your thoughts. And please don't forget about us. We'll be back early in the springtime at the very latest. We'll be back with more hopefully crazy stories from our Mm -hmm. our wedding experiences so don't forget to keep sending in your stories keep sending in uh, no matter even though we're not like actively recording um we're actively keeping notes of funny things to tell you we are we are actively keeping content things in our heads waiting to share with you so please continue to send those in we love it thank you all so much for listening sticking with us we love that you love the podcast we love doing it and we will be back for next season keep up to date with us we'll still post on instagram as things continue onwards you can find that at diaries of a wedding singer on instagram you can also find Susie's band at mixology band and don't forget to email us at diaries of a wedding singer at gmail.com that's right and you can find my band at north coast orchestra Woo! fun All season right. everybody time for a glass of wine i think let's cheers yeah. that shit well merry christmas everyone happy new year here's to a very very healthy 2022 until next time bye bye